0: This is the Janine Firo Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Firo.
1: Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnels and Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is president of the uh, Article 3 project. Uh, join Mike Davis to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers uh, Foundation show. Now, Mike has been on the show before, folks. I'm sure uh, that you recognize him. Uh, we've been talking a lot about constitutional issues as well as the issues of executive privilege. Uh, but I want to start with Mike uh, on the issue uh, that that is most recent in terms of the press, and that is the Hunter Biden indictment. Now, uh, Michael, welcome to the show uh, on Friday, uh, actually late 30, Thursday night. Uh, they uh, they decided that they were going to indict Hunter Biden. The same prosecutor, now known as Special Counsel, indicts him. What's different about this indictment, if anything?
0: Well, I mean, if you read the indictment, it's like fifty six pages. It's very detailed. It goes through uh, Hunter Biden's tax evasion schemes with his various uh, foreign entities that uh, he, he, you know, essentially took millions of dollars over the years from all these foreign entities and he didn't report the income he spent the money on a lavish lifestyle he used the money to do very corrupt things uh, with human trafficking and other uh, bad acts and it looks like this david weiss is finally charging him for this after david weiss protected him and protected joe biden for so long i will say this judge if you read this indictment it goes after the tax charges but i'm I'm looking at this and saying, okay, what about the un- being a, an unregistered foreign ah, agent? How about
1: and therein lies the rub, Michael Davis. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it seems like David Weiss is doing the minimum that he needs to do exactly. to keep the pressure off of him, because James Comer, the House Oversight Chairman, has done such a good job of getting to these bank records and showing that money went from China to Hunter Biden to Hunter Biden's father, Joe Biden. So we have a corrupt and potentially compromised president of the United States, and I think David Weiss got caught covering up for the Bidens for many, many years, and this indictment seems like the bare minimum that he can do to bring these charges and look credible going after Hunter, but not charging Hunter with anything that's going to go after Joe.
1: Right, right. And you know what? I think that the true faux pas, I mean, the true uh, gift that this guy, David Weiss, who I have no respect for, to be honest with you, given what the plea deal they tried to run by this Judge Narika and thank goodness that she was savvy enough to uh, read uh, the fine print in, uh, in the uh, alleged plea agreement, but um, the the truth is that the 2014-2015 years of taxes were the biggest years, and those were the years that they allowed the statute of limitations to pass. David Weiss did that. No one else but David Weiss did that. You didn't need to be a special counsel. You didn't need any special, you know, circumstance to do that. Just take your time and drag the case out. And had they done that, we would have seen tens of millions of dollars in those years. And then the issue of whether or not that five and $10 million came from the head of Burisma at the threat of Hunter Biden sitting there with his dad. Am I correct there?
0: Yeah, you're correct. And remember if if David Weiss would have actually done his job a lot sooner and not protected the Bidens, you might be able to get those tax years when, when Joe Biden is the sitting vice president. Of the United States, and that becomes a whole bigger problem for the Bidens if he's taking this money while he's the vice president of the United States versus being a corrupt scumbag and taking this Chinese money and Ukrainian money and, uh, you know, money from every other trouble spot around the world, every other hell hole around the world. If he's doing it as a private citizen, it's still bad. If He's doing it as the vice president. It is game over.
1: Yeah, I agree with you there. But you know what's interesting, Michael Davis? What they did was they they added like a lot of puff to it. We already know that Hunter's a dirtbag. We already know he spent money on hookers and whores and living it up in the, you know, hotels and, and what some and vast amount of money on these hookers and living the high life and, and but we already knew this. We knew it from the press. We knew it from his own book. And now, you know, they have this puffed up indictment what 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 did you say 57 pages
0: yes yeah, like 56 yeah. or yeah 56 pages
1: yeah 56 pages and so the american public is supposed to believe oh, they really got to the bottom of it no it's the same stuff all over again but they didn't include his being a foreign agent and the amazing part of it michael davis is This guy didn't even didn't even file a tax return in the last few years. I mean, I don't care if you're drugged out, drugged up or anything else. You're the president's son and you don't uh, or a guy who's aiming to be president and you're not even filing a tax return. How arrogant, how how condescending is that to think, oh, these laws don't apply to me. I don't have to file a tax return. My daddy will take care of me.
0: Yeah, especially when his daddy is the he campaigns on the fact he's going to go after rich people and make them pay their fair share. Yep. And his own scumbag son is not filing his tax returns and not paying his taxes. But you know what, Judge, he's an artist, you know, artists get forgetful. So, you know, uh, (laughs) maybe that's his, his excuse. He's well, an aloof artist.
1: well, you know what? I I doubt that that is uh, that is his true being. I think that Hunter Biden uh, has has developed some companies, shell corporations, Owasco and all of those companies uh, in Albany, where they were, you know, they were really the cover for what he was doing in terms of these international foreign schemes with the oligarchs. That unfortunately, any American can't help but wonder: Is that why China? is getting a smooth ride is that why all these oligarchs are you know are are benefiting and you know the whole thing with ukraine and i'm going to make a left turn here michael davis is you know americans are fed up with ukraine okay we spent two years funding this war had we done Had we gone in and given them the weaponry that we knew they needed, we wouldn't have been involved for two years. okay? when Putin was lining up those tanks on the border, everybody knew what he was going to do. It wasn't an exercise. And yet it took months and months for the Americans to come through with the weaponry. And now they're saying, oh, you must give Ukraine some defense weapons or else, you know, Israel shouldn't get it, which is so offensive to me. How do you feel about that?
0: I think what Russia did in Ukraine was bad, but uh, you know Ukraine is a corrupt country. We've spent mm-hmm. over a hundred billion dollars pouring money into that corrupt country, and those oligarchs are making a lot of money. And it seems like we're funding an endless war in Ukraine, right? right. And uh, uh, how many how many Americans can even name? How can, and Nikki Haley can't even name the three <laughs> uh, the three states in eastern Ukraine. That Russia invaded the Russian-speaking states that Russia took. I, Nikki Haley, as the former UN ambassador, doesn't even know what those three states' names is. Why does the American? This is what I want to say to all these Ukraine flag waivers. How many loved ones? How many paychecks are you willing to sacrifice for three East uh, Russian-speaking? in eastern Ukraine, right? It's bad what Russia Russia did there and, you know, something should happen. But are you willing to sacrifice a paycheck or a loved one for Ukraine?
1: Well, you know, the amazing part of it is when this first happened, most people didn't even know where Ukraine was. Most people are like, oh, is Ukraine an ally? I mean, who are they? They're a corrupt country. They've always been a corrupt country. Now, when Volodymyr Zelensky's uh, uh, wife came to New York City for the U.N., what did she spend, $100,000 at Cartier? I mean, he's not he, the guy was a comedian before he was the president. So, I mean, I find some of that stuff very, very, very offensive. And yet Israel has always been our ally. Israel is our ally in a place where we need allies. And, you know, and still the Biden administration is out there pushing for Uh, for Ukraine. And at some point, we've got to recognize it may be an endless war. It may be an endless war that, you know, do we have people overseeing how they're fighting that war, where Joe Biden said he was sending one of the generals over to make sure that that Israel fought the war the way the United States wanted it to? I mean, it's just stunning, the, the, the double sidedness in how they're handling these two countries.
0: Yeah. And it's the problem is, is that if Joe Biden actually wanted to build political consensus for the American people to support Ukraine, he's do, he's done a very bad job at it. He's made it so divisive. He's made Ukraine, uh, you know, just a money pit for the American taxpayers. And like you said, I think the American people are waking up and saying, OK, how much more are we going to spend on this in this war? And how much richer are right. these Ukrainian oligarchs going to get out of this war?
1: That's carshield.com slash audio. Right, right, exactly. And and yet, right now, it appears that uh, Israel is, you know, fighting to win, uh, and the United States is continuing to take hits. I don't know how many, 67, 68 uh, Americans have been injured in the Middle East, in Iraq and Syria by the Iranian proxies. Uh, And even we had a ship that was, you know, Kirby tried to say, well, it wasn't really our ship that they were attacking where we are under fire. And yet, oh, Biden doesn't bother to respond when so many of our American military men have been injured in the Middle East.
0: Yeah, I would remember this. President Obama and President Biden both sent billions of dollars to Iran, Iran. Funds Hamas. Hamas killed over 1,200 people, including Americans. They took over uh, over 200 hostages, including Americans, and they committed the worst atrocities imaginable on October 7th. They yep. raped, yep. kidnapped, tortured, murdered women, children, the elderly, the disabled. They're monster, monsters. And uh, the, what what Joe Biden needs to do, what Tony Blinken needs to do is get the hell out of Israel's way so Israel can finish the mm-hmm. job. We Israel doesn't need anything from us except for us to get the hell out of the way.
1: Right, right. But, you know, unfortunately, Israel needs the United States to continue to supplement, um, you know, the uh, the the dome. And, you know, they do need us to continue the fight. I mean, they can't do it alone at this point. So, uh, you know, they are seeking some help from the United States. But, you know, this ceasefire that we saw, and I, I read uh, that the Hamas has killed uh, an Israeli hostage. Uh, that was reported, uh, I think it was on Friday. Uh, and, you uh, it is, you know, it's very frightening and it's very disconcerting that we have these pauses, and yet at the same time, there are still over a hundred hostages that Hamas has in the tunnels, or maybe the Palestinian jihadists in the West Bank have them. We don't even know where they are.
0: Yeah, we're de- we're dealing with evil, and instead of giving evil money, we need to destroy it.
1: Yeah. Well, I think on the other hand, though, uh, not just destroy it, but stop funding uh, Iran and giving it the ability to do what it's doing. Finally, uh, Michael Davis, I want to talk to you about uh, what's going on in New York City. They say that President Trump will be taking the stand. Uh, next week or this coming week uh, in that civil case with Judge Ergaron. I mean, I I have to tell you, Michael Davis, every time I watch it, I'm offended. This judge is outside of the bounds of anything I've ever seen. And I say that as a former judge myself. Uh, It is stunning what they are doing to this president who is former president, who is running for president, Uh, in an effort to, I believe, stop him from getting out there and campaigning.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is obviously lawfare. It's obviously election interference. They impeached Trump twice for nonsense. They've indicted Trump four times for non-crimes. And uh, now they're bringing in this so-called fraud lawsuit against Trump for paying back sophisticated Wall Street banks on time as agreed in full with interest, and somehow that's fraud. This New York Attorney General, this Democrat New York Attorney General Tish James, campaigned on the fact that she's going to get Trump. She teamed up with this goofball Democrat Judge Arthur Ingeron, who just decreed before before the trial even started, before there was evidence, before witnesses and other evidence, he just decreed there was somehow fraud, and then he's going to shut down Trump's business. I mean, it's just— this is this is like a Soviet trial that we're watching and fortunately this guy is such a goofball this guy this judge is so but I think even these democrat appellate judges are going to be shamed into reversing what he does.
1: Well, I think that they will be and honestly I don't believe there's any way given the fact that he actually said on the bench Letitia James was right in going after Trump because Trump is a bad guy while he is deciding that the facts, I mean, it's an equity case, I understand that. But he is deciding, you know, the the liability and whether or not the the damages, and it'll take away the, uh, the basically the ability of Donald Trump and the Trump Organization to uh, do business. He's calling him a bad guy before the trial is even over and commending Letitia James. I ran for DA, I mean, I was a prosecutor for many, many years. If I did that, they would have me removed from office. And yet we're living in a time, Michael, where everything is upside down, where you can actually campaign on I'm going to get Trump. I don't know what I'm going to get him for, but I'm going to get him. I mean, can you imagine if someone campaigned on I'm going to get uh, Joe Biden uh, and uh, I'm going to get, you know, Jill Biden or whatever? It's just it's un-American. It's not what we do, but we've turned into a third world country.
0: Yeah, and I. Mean, I- this it needs to end. And how this ends is the American people need to say on November 5th, 2024, that we get to pick the next president, not these Democrat prosecutors and these Democrat judges and these Democrat juries and these Democrat hellholes like New York, D.C. and Atlanta. We, the people, get to decide, get to decide the next presidential election.
1: Well, you know, I work in New York City, but I got to tell you, Michael, I've been in D.C. I think D.C.'s in worse shape than New York City, and that's pretty bad. I mean, where are you? And I, are
0: you in D.C.? I, I split my time between D.C. and Colorado. I'm in D.C. right now, and man, <laughs> it, it, it's very unsafe here, and it's very unsafe in places that were not unsafe just a year ago because Joe Biden has diverted so many law enforcement resources from the U.S. Attorney's Office to go after Trump, Trump's aides, Trump supporters, Christians, parents, instead of the the violent criminals who have taken over Washington, D.C.
1: Yeah. And it is it is very disturbing not even mentioning the illegals uh, who, by the way, uh, someone said to me, they're not illegal anymore. They are asylum seekers. They are here legally seeking asylum. I said, oh, my God, the the benefit of language and semantics. So they're no longer illegal aliens. You know, they cross the border. They may or may not have gotten a court date 10 years down the line, but they are legally asylum seekers. You know, it's just a question of how before that whole thing explodes. But anyway, Michael Davis, I want to thank you for joining us on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Uh, It's always good having you and getting your insight. Have a great week this week. Merry Christmas. Good good. Well, Thank you for having me on. Oh, Merry Christmas to you too. Up next on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will gavel out with my closing argument. It's all coming up here on the Red Apple Audio Network.
0: This is the Judge Janine show.